0: x show. show. It's on Now. 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 Welcome to the xjtalk.com show. My name is Tony Motoroy on xjtalk.com, and this is the show about Jeep Cherokees. A lot of it recently has been having to do with uh, me having problems with mine. <laughs> but I guess that's part of owning any vehicle, isn't it? So, tonight, uh, this is episode 31, by the way, and tonight we're going to be talking about uh, those insane door locks on the 97 plus Jeep Cherokees. Now I don't know if there's problems with the pre-97s but boy the post-97s will drive you nuts and uh, that means the old DDM PDM (laughs) you'll learn more about that in a little bit hopefully and uh, MS Morenberg has something blue for his Jeep. That and more coming up so stay tuned and we'll get going here in just a second xjtalk.com it's a great site there's no bashing everybody's nice and friendly great place to be xjtalk.com xjtalk.com it's where you go when you're not off road well it's wednesday night 8 p.m i guess it's like 8.04 now so uh but it's around 8 p.m central time and that means it's uh, time for another xjtalk.com show so um it's been about a week since I last spoke about the, uh, the new-to-us uh, 1999 Jeep Cherokee, and um, so far, we haven't really had any problems with it. Um, my wife has been driving it. Uh, it it's her vehicle, uh, it, and she's been driving it around here locally. We haven't wanted to drive it very far away because of some of the issues that we had in the past, you know, the, the problem with uh, the alternator going down to 9 volts, which is basically zero, uh, at least on that gauge. And uh, the lower ho- hose uh, blowing, uh, it overheating, and then it's having that constant stream of bubbles coming out of the uh, the radiator. But it doesn't seem, and when I say bubbles, I mean when you have the radiator cap off, you see these these bubbles pop, bubbling up, which to me is conducive of a uh, a bad head gasket. I've never uh, actually had that problem with a uh, with a Cherokee, so I can't say conclusively that that's what that that is, but. Uh, you know you would expect to see some other uh manifestations of a blown head gasket and i'm not seeing any um uh we drove uh we unusually we went to uh go e- out to eat the other night and uh it was uh early in the evening but dark and uh we you know took the um took the 99 instead of uh, the 98 and just get some more miles on it see how you know how it's holding up because uh, it'd be better for it uh To break down with with me in it than just her so uh, we drove uh, down i-10 about uh, four or five miles and uh, got there i mean the the temperature went up on the uh on the coolant uh around uh, 210 you know just before just like that that sweet spot just like it's supposed to just a half a needle's uh, width away from 210 And it would drop down uh, when I got up to speed, 40, 50 miles an hour on the back streets. And then uh, we got out on I-10, and uh, boy, it's just no problem. It's a very nice, uh, smooth-running, smooth-filling vehicle. And I guess that's in stark contrast to uh, my 98 that's got the 4.5-inch lift and the 32-inch mudder tires on it, Uh, the noise and the... The vibrations that you get from from mine are are radically different than (laughs) than how that ninety nine feels. Of course, that ninety nine feels like a a matchbox compared to driving around in my ninety (laughs) eight. So, uh, but it's nice to uh, it's a nice feeling. It's also a nice feeling to be able to watch that uh, that uh, temperature gauge, uh, engine coolant temperature gauge, and and see it stay, you know, basically where uh, God intended it to be. Around 210, but it it actually did drop from 210 when we got on I-10. Now that's nighttime. Uh, That's when the sun's down, and that means it's only you know 12,000 degrees outside during uh, uh, summertime in Houston. Um, I guess it was in the uh, it was upper 80s. I guess so. uh, Still a pretty good test, but um, so um, let's see. What did I do? Oh, uh, for some reason when I got some uh, additional keys made for it the other day i, I came out of uh, home depot and with the two spare keys that i had made and of course the first thing there to try the key on is the 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 driver's side door and i put the key in and boy it just didn't feel like there was anything that it was there was no force against it uh it was just real easy to move back and forth i mean the key certainly seemed to work but but it wouldn't unlock the door so I tried the keys in the ignition they worked fine. Uh tried it again in the, the the driver's side door lock and it just there was just no friction there. There was no push uh, like it wasn't hooked up. So yesterday I h- had a look at that and and sh- sure enough the little uh metal uh, rod that connects the um, tumbler I guess that would be to the locking mechanism in the uh the door uh was just not hooked up. So, um, uh, the little plastic there's these little plastic um, clips, I guess you would call them. That that uh, once you put them in the, the hole where they're supposed to be, you rotate these clips into place, and it locks those uh, locks that piece of wire, that rod into into place. And that that clip seems to be fine; it it locked into place. And so we'll just have to wait and see over time if if just the just by driving it it, it causes a change. Um. I don't think that it's going to, but I can't really see uh, any reason why anybody would be in there messing with that stuff. But, you know, it's a used vehicle. Um, Gosh, it's, you know, from 1999. So, that's, uh, you know, 11, 12 years ago. Who knows what all that that Jeep has seen. So, been having some uh, ongoing issues with uh, advanced auto parts. Trying to get the uh, chili pepper red um, dupli-color paint went over there to um, uh, buy another part of uh, something else. I can't remember what I was getting. And uh, I asked uh, the lady about uh, that paint. You know, is it something you can order? She said, yeah, sure. And she took it down and she says, yeah, warehouse has it. And it'll be here Tuesday. And I think that was like Friday or Saturday that I was, that I was there. And uh, so I ordered it and uh, went in Tuesday to pick it up. And, uh, she wasn't there, but these, uh, two guys were there and, and one of them, I don't know, seemed to not be enjoying his job that, that night, but that's not, that's neither here nor, here nor there for me, just give me my stuff. And he looked around a little bit and, uh, I gave him uh, he asked for my number and I gave him my number and he pulled up a list and he didn't see anything that was ordered. I mean, my name wasn't on the list for things being ordered. And I said, Oh gee, I don't know. He goes, Oh, well, are you sure you ordered it from this store? And went, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I ordered it from here. And he goes, because sometimes people order from um, AutoZone down the street and think they ordered it from here. (laughs) Well, at that, I took great offense because I know what store I'm in and I know where I ordered this stuff. And it just really rubbed me the wrong way. So I looked at him square in the eyes and I said, is that a mistake you ever make? Do you ever go to one place and ask them about something, and then you realize that no, it was a completely different store? <laughs> not only was the location different, but it's in a, It's the name is completely different. Oh yeah, okay. They both have Auto, <laughs> Advanced Auto, and Auto Zone. He says, "No, not me." I said, "I said, well, why would you ask that type of question?" He says, "We're we're supposed to ask that." <laughs> And I took a pause and I said, you've been instructed to ask, Did you are you at the right store? He says, yes. And I said, let me talk to a manager. Because at this point, I want to find out what their training program is like, where they actually want to point out that they have competition. I mean, we all know that there's lots of competition for auto parts stuff but i want to know i want to talk to the manager probably the assistant manager cuz this is an evening i want to talk to somebody that would know about the advanced auto training program where they say hey dude are you in the, are you in the right store well if i'm going to be asked that question apparently not so and and then you know the next thing i hear from this guy i shouldn't have been surprised was uh i'm the manager and again, I look at him in the eyes, long pause. I said, you're the manager. He goes, yeah. And I think I said, I don't think so. He <laughs> said, okay, if you're the manager, then let me talk to the owner or whoever has this franchise or somebody that's not you. <laughs> he goes, well, you can talk to uh to my uh, my partner that's here, and I said, that's fine, that's great, so I spoke with him, and I, I gave him a kind of an idea of what was going on, he says, well, he goes, I'm sorry about that, he says, let's see if we can't try to find your part first, though, he's a smart man, you know, let's, let's try to resolve the, the main issue first, <laughs> so he, uh, he asked, and and I tell him, I said, look, you know, I told this lady, and she wrote my name, a number down. She's supposed to call me back. She said it was going to be on Tuesday, blah 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 blah. And uh, he says, well, he goes, uh, what number did you give her? And I went, oh yeah, that's right. I gave her my uh, my cell number for the, the for the call for the callback. So I gave him that number, and boom, there it was. There was the order. So apparently, she had entered the order in um, not through my name. Because I didn't remember her asking for my name. She didn't ask my name. She didn't ask what the phone number was. You know, was look up my account that that I've used. Uh, I guess that they keep track of for sales and so on and so forth there. And anyway, he was able to find it with the uh, with the cell phone number. And he says, "Yeah, they don't. Uh, it did, didn't didn't come in." So then I started talking about this other thing that was going on, and he goes, uh, he kind of mm, halfway rolled his eyes about. Yeah, like maybe some understanding of the individual that I was dealing with, but he didn't want to go too far, you know, because you got to work with the work with the people around you. And uh, he says, "Yeah," he goes, um, <clears throat> "the uh, the lady that that took your order is uh, like the acting manager for this store. So uh, if you'll um, if you just want to call back and speak to her, then you know she'll be able to take care of you uh, with this complaint." And I said, "Okay, great." So, uh, not to drag the second thing out too long, it's, it's kind of anticlimactic, but uh, a couple of days go by and uh, I gave her a call and I explained to her that, the, that I had heard that the uh, advanced auto policy is to ask, are you in the right store? Is this the store that you ordered from? Because a lot of people, uh, <laughs> a lot of people confuse us with AutoZone. And she, she kind of laughed, she kind of gasped. Gasped, gasped she says no and the individual and then i told her about the you know hey I, i want to talk to the manager i'm the manager and she kind of laughed and she says well he was recently he recently got a promotion and that that might have gone to his head he's not he's not a manager per se but he's in management and at this problem, at this point I realized this lady had bigger problems than than me being asked something stupid. So I said, Great, thought you might want to know. It uh really rubbed me the wrong way. And uh whenever I hear stuff like I was told to ask this, <laughs> it it makes me concerned for the company because I don't think that's a good policy. I think that's a, a bad policy. It's basically saying, um, you know, are you okay? you know that traumatic brain injury that you suffered has it affected your ability to locate yourself in uh, in space? <laughs> Do you know where you are have you have you checked your GPS today? So anyway i uh, I still have not heard back from them. It is uh, Tuesday, yeah, yesterday would have been a week. From the day I was supposed to get it, oh uh, yeah, th- this is worth worth mentioning. When I called her and asked her about the paint, she looked and she she actually said, "Hey, let me call you back. Uh, I'll uh, I'll look that up, and if you don't mind, I'll call you back. Sure, that's fine." So she called me back and uh, and she says, uh, "Well, they can't find it. The warehouse shows that they have they have this color paint and they have two cans, but they can't find it." I, I said the the warehouse I said can't they just I mean it's DupliColor can't they just say send some more and she goes oh yeah they can do that but they're still trying to find it If you if you want to you can just come down here and I'll I'll cancel the order and refund your money And I said well you know that crossed my mind but you know I can order this stuff online but I I can't get it for 6.99 I can because this is the DupliColor spray uh stuff and it's for the 99 and, uh, I have to pay a little extra for, you know, for the, for the can and then, then some shipping on top of that. She goes, yeah. And she goes, well, you know, we can wait. And then if they can't find it, we can see about them ordering it. And I said, uh, yeah, let's do that. Cause I was kind of hopeful that when she said, you know, they can't find it, that somebody was actively looking that the duplicate other Sherlock Holmes was on the case and was searching the warehouse. But, uh. And she reiterated that she would call me whenever they got the paint in. So uh, I think I'm hitting diminishing returns here. It, it doesn't seem like I am going to be able to get that paint. And it's really strange that um, that they, they don't keep that dupli-color paint, at least in the, uh, well, I only looked at two auto parts here uh, locally for it. So perhaps it has something to do with me not looking uh, very hard. Uh, but still, you would think that they would have that color. There's uh, there's actually several. I've seen several uh, Jeep Cherokees, uh, several on the site. Uh, uh, Fireman Ray has one exact same color, that uh, Chili Pepper Red, and uh, I don't need a lot of it. I just need a little a little to um, fix some uh, some scratches on the uh, on the doors. You know, some uh, I don't want to say road rash. What do you call it, Parking lot rash, where people have uh, opened up doors. Which I still don't understand how people are able to hit the the. The doors on the the XJ, because the 97 plus body styles has that big bumper um, on the the side, the guard, the door guard, um, the trim, I forget what you call it, the big plastic trims, the ones that uh, tend to fade if they're not painted. But this one certainly has that. Um, My 98 hasn't seen stuff like that. But anyway. So, um... That's that. The 99 seems to be doing well. I put, uh, I fixed the door lock. I um, uh, went ahead and grabbed a a, a full size spare that uh, uh, Matt MS Mornberg, uh had and said, "Hey, take this." And uh, so I, I put that in the in the back. It, it, even though there was a space saver in the in the 99, uh, the same hardware that mounts that. And the uh, the cargo area of the uh, of the XJ fits for the full size tire as well. I had a, uh, a tire cover a full size spare tire cover from the 99. Now the interior of the 99 and the 98 are different you know, of course that's the way it's going to have to be. you can't have everything the same but the the 99 is kind of a charcoal uh, gray. I think it would be gray, but it's a charcoal color and the the 98 is that light gray. So the tire cover is the light gray. Now the neat thing is is that that tire cover has the little hooks on it or the little loops so that you can attach the cargo cover. And the other neat thing is, in my attempt uh, a while back to come up with a, uh, a cover that would actually fit the entire cargo area of the 98 without a spare tire back there, I thought, hey, I'll get two of these covers and sew them together. Like with a flap on top of the other one, and it will look somewhat factory. And I'll have a cover, a nice cover for the entire cargo area. Well, f- things have changed since then. Uh, namely, I have a, a Olympic Mountaineer uh, rack in the cargo area now, which I which I love. That thing is really nice. So n- there w- will be no cargo cover, uh, and and I think you guys are familiar with that. Uh, it, it appears that that doesn't doesn't come in a lot of the the XJs. But it's just a, a canvas cover that that is uh, suspended over the cargo area. And uh, it actually deadens the noise coming in from, from the, the back of the vehicle. It's pretty nice. It looks nice. So anyway, um, I, a friend from uh, XJ Talk sold me his unused cargo cover. And uh, I said, is it gray? He says, yeah. And I said, great. And, and uh, I, I paid him through PayPal, and he sent it to me. And it got here, and it, it wasn't white gray. It was charcoal. <laughs> so I really couldn't use it. I mean I guess I could but I, I, I think the two dissimilar colors just wouldn't look right. And like I said I move forward from that now and I, I really have no uh, wish to use the the cargo cover on my 98. But what's really cool means I have a, a perfectly nice uh, like new uh, charcoal cargo cover. And if I can get a charcoal tire cover, full-size spare tire cover with those little loops uh, that it hooks to, um, I'll have a, a pretty nice little '99 set up there for my wife with the cargo cover and and the proper colored um, spare tire cover and and so on and so forth. So still uh, still have plans on getting uh, getting the '99 set up a little more off-road-ish. I can't go too far with it because my wife will will not be um be a happy camper if it starts getting um a lot of vibrations and uh loud. So uh but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh right now I'm in the the mode of uh getting it uh, mechanically sound. We need to get some tires for it. Uh I was uh, there's a big post up on X-Tree Talk about uh my search uh for tires uh NTB discount, uh so on and so forth, and uh trying to use uh um, tire crawler to get better prices at um the at discount and so on and so forth. So that hasn't really worked out. Uh, there's been a few people that have said that uh a discount will match the price um from tirecrawler.com but uh, as it turns out they uh have uh each one of them that I've spoken to has said, uh, "Oh yeah, well, how much is that with shipping?" <laughs> Interestingly, uh, there's a uh, there was a store that uh, that said they couldn't match tire crawler even with the shipping. I was looking at some uh, BFG AT uh, thirty by nine and a half by fifteen uh, tires, and I think that uh, it, we figured out that it was one hundred and forty six dollars per tire which was less than what he could sell them for and that was coming from tire crawler i did call tire crawler because uh, discount tires basically and, and I, I know the i know how things work they they tell you anything over the phone to get you in there because once you're there you're more likely to put up with whatever kind of crappy deal they give you but uh, you know being positive and not that negative of, of learning from past experience Discount Tire was very interested, the store here locally, was very interested in uh, having my business and uh, said that you come over here and we'll work the price and uh, you'll be happy with the price. And he goes, to just bring the, uh, bring the paper, you know, I print off the, the ad or print off whatever I saw on the screen, just bring that with you so I'll have something to work off of. And I say, hey, great. And because my question to him was, uh, you know, hey, if I get it from Tire Crawler, yes, I do have to pay shipping, but I don't have to pay sales tax. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to, you know, call up the state of Texas and say, hey, you know, I got these tires online and I didn't pay taxes. How do I, how do I pay you the taxes? Yeah, like that's going to happen. And that's substantial. You know, it's uh, uh, eight and a quarter percent, I believe. And, uh, you know, for a hundred bucks, that's, uh, that's eight dollars. And the uh, the tires were up around uh six, seven hundred uh six well I think it was six oh seven from uh, tirecrawler.com for four of the uh, and that was um yeah that was with shipping because those tires were like hundred and twenty six bucks a piece and then you had twenty five dollar shipping per tire. So it was a little a little over a hundred dollars to ship them. Which all in all isn't bad. Uh the problem is once you get them, um how do you get them mounted and I think that I could get them on the wheel but then I got the problem of getting them balanced so I don't know uh, I've heard the uh, heard and spoken to several people on the site uh, about the bead using the uh, was it bead soft the airsoft BBs in the the tires so it dynamically balances uh, the tires as you're going down the road but I don't know that I'm ready to to try that on my, my wife's vehicle. It sounds like a great idea because, you know, you get these tires real cheap online and mount them yourself. And basically, with this dynamic balancing, um, it's going to make the, the the ride better. It's going to make it... Uh, it doesn't matter how, how the tire really wears because, actually, it should wear better because it's always in balance. But even at that, it doesn't matter how it wears because it's going to be dynamically balancing as you're driving down the road and uh, you have a nice uh, a nice sound of the ocean as you come to the stop as those beads <laughs> as those beads shift and and settle so anyway so as i mentioned in the opening uh, uh ms morenberg has something blue for his jeep or or better yet i should say he's probably i don't think he's got it yet but he's got something coming and uh, that is, uh, actually posted a picture of it today on uh, XJTalk.com, and if you do a search for MS Mooringberg 91 XJ Rebuild, he posted up a picture of a, well he says, uh, so here is a sneaky peek of my new addition to the Jeep. That's kind of poetic. And uh, it's blue. It's welded, it's uh, metal, it's got some big ass bolts, uh, BAB, and uh, it's actually a cross member for Iron Man Fab 4x4, four four, or as I like to say, Iron Man Andy, uh, his, uh, his uh, very nice long arms. As you may recall, uh, I have uh, a nice set of Iron Man uh, Fab 4x4, four four, or is it 4x4 four four Fab? Anyway. I've got a nice set of, uh, of lower, upper and lower control arms, adjustable upper and lower control arms from Iron Man Andy. And uh, boy, those things are nice. Um, I painted them red, and uh, the uh, the lower control arms even look pretty. So uh, it's funny, just looking here on the side, it says uh, Orange XJ says, uh, okay, I give up. What is it, a track bar? <laughs> and... Uh, and Matt gives it up. Uh, Matt is Ms. Mornberg Matt gives it up and says, "Iron Man, ex uh, member for long arms." And uh, of course, uh, the uh, the contingent in uh, the Australia, New Zealand area uh, says, and specifically J.C. Cat says, "It should be green." So I don't know. Uh, Matt has a white Jeep, so I guess uh, <clears throat> black would be uh, would be the better color. Maybe even white, but. I think I'd have a hard time uh, even painting my parts white uh, that go under the Jeep. The uh painting them red's is, uh, is they get dirty enough uh just painting them red. <clears throat> so Matt's got quite a little project going here. He's got the the um SYE uh for his uh, I think he's got a, a, an NP242, but he's got the SYE from Dirt Bound Off Road, uh XJ Talk uh, uh vendor, paid vendor. I mean, they pay us. We don't pay them. Uh, when I say paid, that means they they pay to advertise on XJ Talk. So God love them. And uh, he's got that to put on. I don't think he's done that yet. And um, now he's got the cross members to put on. So he'll have a nice little a little Jeep, nice little Jeep going there. And, and the thing I'm really enthused about is is it looks like Andy is uh, from Iron Man is uh, zoning in on his uh, cross member uh, design for the long arms. Uh, Andy's had these long arms for a while, and they're really nice, but that's kind of the problem for, for us folks that don't have uh, the metal and don't have the, uh, you know, TIG, MIG, whatever welder to make our own crossmember to attach the, uh, the uh, long arms to. It, there's nothing to we, – we don't have really have a way of uh, getting those long arms attached to the, to the Jeep because, uh, as you may already know, the, the long arms, since they are longer than the control arms that are the, the, the standard ones on the Jeep, have to be attached to the unibody further back. And uh, in the case of uh, Andy's uh, long arms system, uh, it, it attaches all the way back to where the uh, transmission mounts to the crossmember. So that cross member that you have going uh, going across underneath the transmission, supporting it and attaching it to the, the the rear of it to the unibody, that piece is replaced with something. Well, I don't guess it has to be replaced, but but most people I think replace that with a, a cross member that has connection points for the long arms, and that gives you a much longer uh, angle for the the pivot point of the long arm and it means that uh the and, and since the since the upper and lower control arms are all on that one attached to that one long arm it really allows the the suspension to to drop and and articulate a lot further because now it's not attached at the top to a to a point that's not going to let the axle drop it'll really drop down and in fact one of our other members uh Scott XJ4IV has some uh, some good pictures of uh his uh, system with uh, his iron man long arm system uh took it off road and his uh, four and a half inch uh, coil springs kept popping out <laughs> so <laughs> it's good to have articulation and then it can be bad because uh, hey look at look at me and then hey look there goes my spring so uh anyway that's how i learned about limiting straps but was by watching uh scott and uh, his uh, off-road pictures I think he is. Uh, I think he's going towards a larger spring because he was actually doing four and a half spring, four and a half inch springs with uh, two inch spacers, I believe. So I think it was a combination of the the, the increased articulation distance and uh, the spacers. So the coils really didn't uh, weren't able to, you know, expand as the um, as the the axle drooped. So the six and a half inch uh, coil spring probably would would have expanded longer and, and stayed in place. But we'll see. Um, I think he's, I don't think he's done anything. Well, Scott's been rewiring his Jeep since he had a, a mild uh, electrical fire in it. So he's been busy with other things. Haven't seen, I don't know if he's gotten the six and a half inch coil. Uh, um, coils on there yet, but that'll be interesting to see how that turns out. But anyway, uh Matt MS Morenberg has uh has or will be getting soon something blue for his Jeep and boy that is a that's a pretty blue. And uh I he told me the other day about uh, that it was blue and I was kinda like why? And I don't know. It was uh something I think it's a powder coat that Andy put on there. I just I don't know how he came up with blue. Certainly ought to be pretty and uh, like I said, with a white Jeep, it, I don't guess it really matters what color it is. Uh, you know, black is, uh, is a good all-around color, uh, but white certainly wouldn't, wouldn't work out too well underneath there, at least in my uh, not-so-humble opinion. So anyway, um, things have uh, been going pretty well on XJTalk.com. We've, uh, we've taken a little dip in uh, uh, visits, uh, but uh, it's uh, it's coming back up and uh, we recently have started uh, doing uh, what uh, i mentioned last week was a uh, a product or i'm sorry an affiliation with uh, amazon.com and boy that is working out great so far the uh, the deal is is we have a little banner up on the the main page of xjtalk.com so if you just go to www.xjtalk.com You'll see uh, that uh, there is a an amazon.com banner um, right below the chat box if you're logged in. If you're not logged in, you won't see the chat box. Uh, but you know I guess uh, up towards the, the it's in the middle kind of towards the top of the page, um, right above the the pictures of the the various jeeps and things. Anyway, there's a, a banner there and underneath the banner it says help support xjtalk.com click above to make your Amazon purchases. And and the way this thing works is is really clever and uh I, you know maybe I just don't get out much on the internet but uh, this is kind of a new thing to me. You click on the banner and then it takes you to amazon.com and it looks just like it would always look if you go to amazon.com. But if you make a purchase on amazon.com xjtalk.com Gets a little piece of that. It doesn't cost you anything more. But, but XJTalk.com gets a little percentage off of getting you to go to Amazon.com to buy something. So it's like we're the salesman you know, out there trying to push vehicles. Uh, here's this nice $40,000 Jeep we'd like for you to buy. And if you buy it, the salesman gets a percentage of that sale. So yeah, it's your money, but you don't pay anything different for the product so when you go to amazon.com and make your purchase you get the same thing you were going to get for the same price you were going to get but xjtalk.com gets a few cents off of it and it's really cool because well yeah xjtalk.com likes money (laughs) don't we all so it was pretty funny i'd actually put in one of the posts it's a win-win and then i thought about it and i said well actually it's a win for amazon and it's a win for xjtalk.com but it's pretty much a wash for you <laughs> cuz it doesn't cost you anything but you're not you're not getting anything extra out of it you know you're not getting a, a a sale price or something but then you know of course if you if you go to amazon.com if you've ordered anything from amazon, amazon.com you know how cool it is because it's it comes to you quickly it's what you ordered and it, it's always a good price i mean I've just done uh, blind Google searches for, like, uh, uh, Jeep parts or some obscure Jeep parts, and up towards the top of the list will be Amazon.com, and I'll go over there and check it. And and its price, uh, I'd say at least 8 times out of 10, if not more, is a better price. And depending on uh, the affiliation of the the vendor that's with Amazon – if you get if you're ordering something that's twenty five dollars or more, it's free shipping. Actually, I got my uh, my super winch a couple of years ago uh, from Amazon.com, and uh, it was free shipping. So the the winch was four ninety nine, five hundred dollars, and the shipping everywhere else would have been seventy seventy five dollars because The winches are very heavy, and they're not so big. Uh, the box isn't so big, but the, they're very heavy. And so, for 500 bucks, I got a um, the uh, the I'm trying to remember the model number, and I can't remember right now, but anyway, it's the uh, the, the 9,000 pound um, super winch, and uh, it's it's great, it's a great winch. I mean, it's a super winch, you know, so it's not like Amazon made it. Uh, they just you know got it and sold it for but for free shipping, which was great. I mean that that, that made a huge difference on the overall price and then again, no tax <clears throat> so um five hundred bucks and got a winch, and uh, it's it's been flawless so far. I've used it uh, a few times, uh maybe a dozen a dozen times, but uh, the the thing I hate most about the winch is getting the cable back in there, getting it all lined up and look nice. in fact, I need to Uh, uh, pull it out and uh, uh, the the winch cable I need to pull it out and and wind it back up on there to make it look nice and pretty and factory yeah I'm that way so uh, let's see what else did I tell you that we were going to talk about Uh, gee the 99's doing well so far temps are, are staying good uh matt's getting a long arm system from uh, iron man andy iron man 4x4 fab and if you haven't been over to his site go have a look he's uh he's changed the format of the site and uh um, he's got the stuff kind of uh, more uh easy to get to although the the pictures of the the various uh jeeps that he he builds things for are gone which i kind of like looking at those but i guess after a while you look at the same thing every time before he has some great stuff. I need to buy more Iron Man Andy stuff. And uh of course he's a vendor on xjtalk.com as well. Uh, again, a paid vendor. Pays us not not the other way around. So, uh, and full disclosure, I need to make sure you understand that uh um I may be swayed in my opinion of Iron Man Andy stuff, but uh, but I'm not. It is really good stuff. I remember I took uh Took the upper control arms. Whenever I first got those, I took them to a, a local area Houston uh, meet and greet, and um, I was passing them around to the guys that were there, and they were just, it, you know, it's it's big, heavy, honking stuff. And um, you know, Andy had a, has a guarantee uh, on those. He was telling me about that. He says, uh, you know, you bend them, I'll replace them, and you break them, I'll replace them and then he told me candidly he goes if you bend or break these things the least of your concerns will be <laughs> the the upper control arms because your jeep will be trashed <laughs> and i don't i don't doubt it they uh they're, they're awesome and uh i'm kind of hoping that i can work into a, uh, a set of long arms for my uh, my 98 my nice red jeep and uh those um upper and lower control arms, well, I guess you'll know, I guess you know where they're going. They'll be going to the 99. Yeah, because, you know, that doesn't really change how the car, how the the Jeep would ride as far as vibrations or really anything. It just is a much more solid um, configuration. Oh, I do need to check with Andy and and make sure I can still use those on a, a Jeep that isn't lifted. But, uh, Maybe I can. Uh, I'm I'm, st- I'm still working on my wife because I'd I'd like to lift that Jeep too. There's there's a few things that I want to check prior. I want to make sure it's stable in the way it, you know it's running, uh, temperature wise. I want to make sure that I have some some good accurate measurements of the OBT OBD two data, specifically uh, what the oxygen sensors are reading because uh, I. I'd like to try to use the 99 to help diagnose my, my mileage, my gas mileage uh, issue with the 98. And uh, even though it's not a one-to-one comparison, it'll be closer, at least uh, from the standpoint of the readings I'm getting from the O2 sensors on the 98 with uh, the readings I'll, I'll, I'll get from the 99. And then the other thing is um, uh, I, I just want to get a, establish a good baseline of how the 99 is is working, how it's operating in, in these various uh, areas, gas mileage, uh, cooling, uh, all things that I've experienced uh, issues with whenever I raised my 98 uh, and put the larger tires on it. So once I've established that baseline then maybe I can make those changes to the 99 and then I'll have uh, a way of definitively saying yeah doing going from a stock lift to an, a four and a half inch lift is causes a uh, an increase of you know um 20 degrees on the driving on the highway and the cooling system or um you know that it's not um if it's an airflow issue it has to do with the the body being that much higher off the ground and the air dam not not functioning as it did before or um it, well especially if i if i just lift it and drive it with uh, the regular tires that would uh mean that the additional weight and the di- additional friction that is being put placed upon the transmission and causing it to heat is not not the issue for the uh the running hot on the freeway or uh running hot in traffic and so on and so forth. Anyway, so basically establish a good baseline before I start making changes and then maybe I can help identify uh what's plaguing several of us uh on on xjtalk.com with this uh whether it's uh Running hot on the trails, running hot in traffic, or uh, like mine, which mine does fine on the trails and stuff, it's on the highway that it starts uh, getting hot. And it's not overheating, but it's running hot, and I don't want any additional heat that you have in the engine, or the engine bay, or on the transmission, reduces the, the lifespan of it. And of course can lead to failure, especially on very, very hot days. And the whole idea... Behind uh, my lifted Jeep is to have a vehicle that will take me wherever I and my family need to go. And if I cannot rely on it, its ability to cool itself, then it's more likely to fail. And I may have a perfectly capable um, vehicle that's able to, to get across or over an obstacle, but but I can't do it because the engine isn't working properly, or I can't do it because the transmission isn't working properly. So it's an it's an all thing. It's not. It can't. You can't just look at. Well, I've got the big tires. I've got the. It articulates well. Blah 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 blah. And then, but I have to put it on a trailer to get it to where I need to go because it runs hot on the highway. That's that's just not acceptable to me. So anyway, uh, we needed a, a vehicle, and uh, the ninety nine presented itself. And uh, I'm really uh, happy that we we got that. Let's get a few things out of the way, and I'll be able to uh, feel a lot more comfortable about my wife uh, taking it uh, a little further away f- uh, from the house than what she has been. And uh, Talk Talk I think Talk that Show will be. Uh, you. I think that. Sorry about that. I think that will uh, help uh, her feel better about uh, taking it uh, a little bit further away, and me as well. And I'll and because of all the things I've learned with um, the 98, I feel comfortable that I'll be able to. Get the the ninety nine in the same shape that the ninety eight is in mechanical shape because um, other than some of the parts like the the starter or you know some of the stuff that's you know literally thirteen years old uh, I would have no trouble no problem driving this thing across country uh, I know enough about it mechanically uh, I have a good feeling for driving it uh, daily uh, forty miles a day back and forth to work that it's going to be fine but. Again, I don't feel comfortable with the, the running hot on the highway. I use back roads to get, get back and forth to work, so it stays around 210. But damn it, I'll figure that stuff out, and of course I'll share it with you guys on uh, XJTalk.com. So anyway, that wraps up another show, finishing up a little early tonight. Um, and uh, there may be some changes coming up to the show here. I'm still uh, I'm still thinking about it, but we may be doing something a little different. Uh, may not be having the, the live version of the show on Ustream and uh, then uh, the, the v- recorded video of the show up on uh, YouTube and uh, Ustream. We may just do, uh, go back to the original uh, audio-only idea. We have a, a pretty good audience uh, of uh, about 15 to 20 people, and I really, really appreciate the, the time that you guys spend listening to this. I hope you do find some value out of it. And please uh, feel free to you know, give me some feedback as far as uh, what you're hearing, what you don't like, what you do like. Maybe this is fine, but I'd like to know more about this. Or let's have some guests and maybe even some ideas for guests. So uh, we can do the show well, because it's really for you guys, not for, for me. I'm just trying to uh, promote XJtalk, uh, XJTalk.com and uh, get a little information out, a little entertainment out there for you guys. Anyway, so for, uh, for all of us at xjtalk.com, thanks for listening. And we'll uh, see you again next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. say xj talk is the best fucking site in the fucking world and if you think you know a better fucking site fuck you by the way this is big jim 350 bye